My brothers and my sisters, uh, we have gathered here today for another Humble Podcast Brag Podcast with your host, uh, Zachary Dupre. Is it working? Oh, yeah. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello? God damn it. Hello? Well, fuck a duck. Hello? Ready? Ready? Motherfucker. Okay. Are we back? Okay. Yeah, my bad. I switched phone services a couple weeks ago, and I, I moved recently, so I don't I haven't had the internet set up yet. So. It's okay. I was doing karaoke while you were gone. <laughs> what? What? What song? <laughs> <laughs> little line man <laughs> I have it the, I, I'm really into like doomer music right now like where they slow and reverb the songs mm-hmm. so I was listening to the slowed version of it and then karaoke to it in garage <laughs> band that's <laughs> yeah, great that was awesome so I got a couple questions to ask you I don't think I've asked uh, I don't think I've asked anyone this yet but what are your thoughts on them trying to cancel Eminem. Have you heard about this? <laughs> I'm so glad we get to talk about this. Because there's it's it's deeper layers than just Eminem. Like there's so much more that we get to shit on than just Eminem. Yeah, like why? I I'm... Why Eminem? I... Okay. Oh, have you ahead. have you seen <laughs> have you seen the videos of the millennials being like that have you seen the it's like a TikTok yeah. And it's the girl yeah, that's it. like, oh, like talking about how they can't, they they do it to don't forget about Dre, like the Eminem song, and yeah. they they do they do it to that, and it's like millennials, you can't, or Gen Z, you can't, you're trying to forget or forget about Eminem, you can't cancel Eminem because Eminem, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, dude, relax. So I actually talked about this with my wax lady, and she's Japanese, like doesn't is not into you know U.S. pop culture at all, but she listens like her playlist. It has Eminem. Like, it's just, like, you know, like, pop It's songs. Eminem. He's all over. Yeah, so she just has, like, pop songs yeah. that she plays, like, while, while she does, like, the wax thing. And she's like, oh, because she knows I like to karaoke. Like, it's one of my favorite things I do. And she was like, oh, oh do, do you ever karaoke Eminem? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I love to. And she's like, hey, fast. So she's, she's like, can you do? And it was, like, the Godzilla song. She's like, can you do this one? It's, it's fast. And then we started talking about them canceling him and she had no idea because like of course like she didn't give a fuck you know she's just this okinawan lady that's married to a tattooist out here like she doesn't care and the thing that's so funny to me is that eminem has made it right like he's definitely more than made it and he's and it's like he's like my parents age they're like in their 50s i think eminem's like in his 50s and it's it's funny because like he's making songs about Oh, you know, fuck the man. I'm against the man, and it's like, dude, you are the man at this point. <laughs> you are the establishment. You know, like you're yeah. not. You're not. You can't say fuck the man anymore because you are that man. You, you made yeah. it, Marshall Mathers. Yeah, you fucking made yeah, it. Yeah, Mr. Mathers, like you, you've made it. Okay, <laughs> you're not. You're not this little geeky uh, kid that lives in a trailer park with his mom anymore. That you know, eight mile. No, like you live in. Your hair isn't blonde no more, Marshall. Yeah, come on, Marshall. <laughs> you dyed it brown. <laughs> yeah, come on, Marshall. And so I think it's funny, but also very 
But it, it's funnier to me because, like, I grew up on Eminem because my parents really like Eminem. So, that's just, and the, he made, came out with this new lyric video or whatever, and people are like, oh my god, and I'm like, this is just so on brand for Eminem. Like, like you don't even know because you you haven't known about him, you haven't been following, you know, like, that. it's whatever. But just as someone that, what, yeah. What was it called, uh? It was toxic something. Or... I, I know, I know what you're talking stuff. about, but I like didn't, I didn't retain it because I th- didn't think it would be important for me to know later. <laughs> so it's like, like I, I, it's like his lyric video, and, and it's just, oh, I use cuss words. I can say the word cunt, ha ha ha. Like, okay, and but it's just so on brand for Eminem because he, he, it's kind of cheesy. Yeah, and he's been like his whole thing is. Like even in some of his songs, like White America, um, Great yeah, song. I like that song. And then the I am the way I am, whatever that song is, I am what mm-hmm. I am, whatever that one is. Like both of those songs, he talks about how, uh, like in one of them, he talks about how producers or whatever won't sign him or they won't they play him on the radio, but they don't really get him. They're like everyone's canceling him because they're blaming him and Marilyn Manson for school shootings. So, like, that's in that one of those songs. And then the other one, he talks about, like, being so famous that he can't even take a shit without someone trying to ask him for, like, an autograph. Or, like, take his kid to eat, like, food. <laughs> like, like the, but those are, like, old songs. Like, those are decades right. old. At least. Yeah. Yeah, the Eminem show was, was in 2002. I bought that CD when I was, like, eight or nine. <laughs> so, like. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, like, it's old. Like, his whole M.O., is everyone tries to cancel me because I'm a white guy trying to make it into a black situation, society, whatever, with, you know, like, the whole rap scene is mostly, in that time, was black. But, like, it's not like that anymore. You know, like, it's... No, there's a lot of white rappers nowadays that I think, uh, you know, they were probably definitely influenced by him. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, NF even talks about that because he's also from Michigan. And he's like, yeah, Eminem, definitely, I grew up listening to him. Like All these people, like, they're like us. We grew up listening to him because our parents listened to him. You know, like, that's, he's right. oldies. That's what it is. And right. It, he's almost, he's, he's almost a classic. Yeah, it's like, it's, and so it's just, I'm like, oh, Gen Z, like, you're just giving him fuel for his fire because this whole thing is, ah, oh, people trying to cancel me. Ah, oh, people trying to cancel me. I'm not Eminem. I can do, you know. Like, dude, like you, you've you've literally made it. Like, you have spent more being rich than you have in poverty. So you can't even say that you're, like, obviously from humble beginnings and everything like that. Like, I respect the man. Like, he's probably he's done better than I ever will in my life, more than likely. And like, there, I I'm not saying that, but because he spent his youth, you know, growing up poor, and then he was able in like his I think early twenties. I'm assuming is when he blew up or whatever. Yeah. I think it was like 25 yeah. or so. So he's like in his 50s now. So it's been over. He spent more time of his life being rich and successful than he has being poor. Yeah, like after that first CD, he was rich then. Yeah. I mean, when you get you get signed by Dr. Dre and then you make a, a first CD in 96 or so. It's like he, he has a movie. <laughs> like they don't they don't make movies about <laughs> poor people. Like <laughs> Well, I mean, he did make a movie, eight hey, wow. <laughs> Yeah, but he played himself in the movie. So it's like... He did. He fucking did. <laughs> it's kind of trash to play your own No, I, I respect <laughs> it, honestly. It's just, it's just funny to me because 
Jinsi doesn't get that you're doing exactly what he wants you to do. And then the whole millennial thing. And I, so I've been, I've been banned from Facebook for 30 days and I have 21 was... hours and, the, and then I'll be free again <laughs> to post. <laughs> but I started shit posting on Twitter because it's really fun. And, but I don't have any, I don't have a following on Twitter. So I literally post shit and like no one likes it or anything. But do we do it? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Good. I don't know what happened right there. I didn't have headphones and I think I needed them. But now I have headphones. So it worked out. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. I never use headphones. Well, I have my Yeti microphone plugged into my computer. Oh, you actually got a, you actually got a mic. Yeah. <laughs> All sophisticated and shit over there. Yeah, you know how it is. Shit. Ben? A lot of has happened since the last time we talked. Really? I mean, like, since the last time we podcasted, I, I haven't, like, kept secrets from you over text or anything. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of, well, would you, you would call them good things, Yeah, right? I'd say good things. Sweet. Like, I got married, I quit my job, and I got my cat back. Wait, you're, you're, how'd you get your cat back? The guy that, like, so, the guy, I was dating this guy, and I had moose before I, I started dating him, but then when we broke up, like, he kept my cat. He was a really, he's a piece of shit, dude. Like, he just, like, he hit me, and he hit his dog, he hit moose, like, just not a good person. And, like, I get my cat back, right? And, well, he said that he, like, moved to a new house, and he's like, I don't want to pay a $900 deposit. And I think that's bullshit. Like, for the cat. He's like, oh, yeah, it's $900 per pet. But I, I think that's lies. But I'm like, ah, it's fine. But I get my cat back, and she has, like, black shit coming out of all of her ears. So I take her to the vet. Yeah, oh. I take her to the vet, and they're like, oh, she's a really severe ear infection. Like, a yeast infection in her ears. And they're like, this has been going on for a really long time. When did you notice? And I was like, hey, I haven't had my cat in, like, a month. Or, like, a year, dude. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't blame the shit on me. But I, like... Right. That's my cat, if you can hear her. Oh, yeah. Babies. Dude, she has the greatest meow ever. Hey, shut up. Um, Yeah, and I was just like, dude, did you notice this about her? And he was like, no, she's fine. And I'm like, no, like, she's not. I mean, I had to go to the doctor four times. Like, it was like four weeks in a row that we had to go to the vet. I had to, like, shove pills down her throat. She didn't like it. And then also I have to put ointment on her ear. And then also put eardrops in her ears every day. Hello, I'm sorry. So, my, we my hate phone. that guy. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> Who the fuck hits a cat? And a dog and a person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah. Yeah. But, so my cat, like, she doesn't bite, scratch, or claw or anything. Like, she's super sweet. Even when I was giving her all the medicine that she didn't want, she never was hostile towards me at all. Oh, how'd you give her medicine? Because my cat would not eat. Like, we're not taking no medicine. I had to wrap her up in a burrito, and then I would, like, body hold her. Like, I would, like, hold, pin her down <laughs> with my legs, and I would just, like, grab her mouth, like, where the, the teeth are, and, like, squeeze. And then, so she'd open her mouth, and then I had to shove the pills on her throat, and then close her mouth and blow on her nose until she swallowed them. It was not fun at all for anyone. Oh, that's brutal. But it had to be done. And now we're good. Right. No more yeast infections? No more yeast infection. 
Baby is healed. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you also said you got married? I did. Nice. To Hunter. I don't know. You. I think you guys are Facebook friends. Yeah, we have the same birthday, I found out. I love this so much. It's awesome. I saw that. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. That's so cool. Yeah, he... Yeah. Yeah, he's good people. Yeah, he seems really good. Uh, is he... Is he, uh... In Hapan still? Yeah, he was He was deployed for, like, a few months. He just got back, like, two days ago. Oh, nice. So I was like... It's exciting. And you said you quit your job. Yeah, I said... Okay. How did that all... How did that all play out? I want to know that. <laughs> um... So... I waited till we got married because I have to have legality to live here. So, like, I'm not saying that's why we got married, but it was definitely, um, I had a, okay, let me, I guess, so I had a really shitty day at work where I came in, I was the morning shift, and I came in, and I was a customer service person for an internet company, and I came in for early shift, and I was, I cleaned, like, 50 modems, and then, okay, it was, like, 10, but it felt like 50, and then, like, cleaned them, and then tested them. And then I did all the help desk tickets. I called back the voicemails, like whatever. I did like our morning tasks that we're supposed to do every day. And then Melinda Ferris, the VP of the company, a fucking cunt. And I can say that now because I quit. So fuck her. Dude, she sucks. Like she <laughs> is. You, Melinda Ferris. Yeah, Melinda Ferris. Fuck that bitch. She is so racist to Japanese people. Like just there's so much shit that she's done and said, but no one can say anything because she's the VP. And so she pulled my and my supervisor had to go there was like a, a hotel out here that needs our services so there's like a few of us that would go to the hotel and set up the modems or whatever and so they had been doing that while i was doing these morning tasks and while i was the only one in like the upfront doing those things and melinda pulled Alyssa aside when Alyssa got back and was like rachel didn't do anything she just sat there on youtube the whole time which i didn't even have youtube pulled up at all which is complete bullshit and i just got so angry and chris my best friend i was like dude i, I can't fucking do this i need to quit this job i hate this fucking job she's like do it and I'm like, I can't just do it. Like, I, I, I can't. That's not. And then I was like, I'm getting married so I can quit. So I texted Hunter and I was like, dude, I'm fucking sick of this job. Uh, it, we need to get married right now. And he was just like, oh, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And then we literally got married the next day. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then. But like, would your, uh, would your visa ran out? Well, so because I'm like his dependent, I can be out here. But. I, so it took like a week, like, so we got married and, but then we had to submit it to the Japanese, um, what is it called? Like city hall. So I had to take it to city hall. And then like within a week we had our marriage certificate and everything. So I come into work and I had called out. So I, I, I've never taken a sick day. I've never taken leave. I've never taken anything. Like I worked every day that I was supposed to work plus more. Cause they would always make me do overtime. Because I, I right, because you would have someone call in. Call yeah, in. or like I wasn't married, so they're like, you don't have a family, so you're just gonna work extra. So they they did shit like that, and so like like I I again never had a sick day, nothing, and so I had to call out the day to get married, right? Because I had to go get, um, we had to get like a affidavit or whatever signed, and we had to get that done, and it was like a Friday. And so we did that. I don't know what that is. I've never been It's married. like it's like saying that you have never been married before. It's it's like okay. it's like it's not just used for that. It's like other things. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. And so we had to do that and then I had to take it to a translator and then they had to translate all the documents and then I'd take all that to the city hall. So it was like I had to call out from work. 
So I did that. And then a week later, um, we got married and everything. And then I was off Thursday. And then Friday, I called out because it was, like, really stressful and hard. And I was like, wow, I've never, like, taken a sick day, whatever. So I did. And then Melinda Fares calls me at, like, 5 p.m. on Friday. Or, no, Thursday that I called out that I was going to be not at work on Friday. And she was like, are you in the hospital? You better be in the hospital because you're calling out. You can't do that. And, like, mind you, everybody else had called out whatever all the time. Like, I, this was not a – like, people did that. Like, it's okay to take mental health days. Um, but she was like, when you get back, we're going to have a conversation and a meeting about this. And I was like, fuck this. I'm done. So I went to work. He was just looking for something. Yeah, yeah like. she fucking hated me. Um, and How long have you worked? For? A year. A, like a, a, year. a year and like a few months. So I go to work on Tuesday because it was like a, there was like a holiday on Monday, I think. And so I go to work on Tuesday. Or Wednesday, I think. Because I think I also had Tuesday off. Whatever. So I, like, go to... The next day I was supposed to work, I report to work. And I go to Vina, our HR person. And I was like, I'm quitting. I'm so done. Melinda. Like, there was some shit that she did to me already, like, a, uh, six months ago. And it would be, like, I would get to work, at, like, ten minutes early. And she would come out in the, the parking lot and scream at me. Like, we need to go! go. Hurry up! Get to work! Get to work! And I'm like, dude, like, I have ten minutes. Like, what do you mean? Why are you yelling at me? And then... She always said that my hair looked a mess, but everyone's like, your hair's fine. Like, it's okay. And she's like, no one respects you because of how your hair looks. You need to get your head out of your ass. You need to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, I'm one of the hardest workers here. Other people know that. And you don't even know how to do our job. So what the fuck are you saying here? And so she just, like, did a lot. And then it got to the point where she would disrespect me in front of customers, make the company look bad. and In front of In front of customers. Holy yeah, it was shit. it was pretty fucked. And then it would be like there would be a group of us working or whatever, and she'd be like, "Rachel, if you could actually do what these other employees do, you'd actually be a good worker." And I'm like, "Dude, I do those things." And so I had like gone like in Juneish time frame, I had gone to the president of the company and was like, "Hey, um, Melinda is doing these things." Oh, and I was vegan at the time because I had some health issues, so I did that and at our work we have like gmail like chats for we had a work email and so we had chats so we could because we worked at different offices so we would message each other like hey this customer's coming in to get this modem this happened blah 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 so we would we would just conversate throughout the day to like give a heads up and stuff and and so she got on my computer which this is in the middle of covid by the way like during a pandemic after they were like hey don't touch other people's computers like make sure that you're doing that and she's like my hands are clean don't worry as I was like cleaning equipment, yeah, and so she starts messaging one of my coworkers, who's really cool, and she was just like, "Melinda Fares is so great, isn't she?" And my coworker immediately knew what was happening because no one likes her, so I wouldn't just send that information. And wait, she, yeah, she's, she messaged my coworker as me, like, yes, holy and shit, then was just like, oh. I, um, Melinda Ferris is great, and my coworker was like, yeah, she's great, and then she's like, yeah, maybe when this whole, like, COVID thing blows over, we can all get drinks with her, which, like, is a, f- no, we're not doing that, but then she, like, again, she found out I was vegan, and it was the hardest thing she's ever had to deal with in her life, which I, I don't really understand, like, who, who gives a shit, you know, like, unless you're buying or preparing my food, like, why do you care what I eat, and she was just like, yeah, well, you know, and, like, still pretending to be me, she's like, yeah, you know, maybe I want to, eat some meat like all my my other cool co-workers and stop being this lame vegan and i'm just like why are you sending this information to someone else dude what a psychopath right 
that's uh that's yeah. crazy <laughs> and it, it's just like she's also this like i want to say she's in her 60s or 70s like she's just this old like frumpy lady oh old yeah. lady okay yeah like i don't know if that makes it better or worse but she's just like she thinks that everybody's her friend and she'll just name drop so my dad's a colonel right and mm-hmm. which i i guess is a big deal whatever if you ever listen to this podcast fuck off dad just kidding um but <laughs> Love you. she's like so she'll like name drop like oh i know general so-and-so i know colonel so-and-so it, no one cares no one gives a shit so i took all this information and i had like lists of all the things she said like it's been so long i kind of forgot it and like also don't work there anymore so i don't care but i I, like wrote down a list and i went to hr and i was like hey these things are happening i don't think they're okay like i hate working here i want to quit this was in june and then i ended up meeting with the president of the company who's like best friends with melinda and they then he made me meet with her and him and then she starts the conversation oh, how awkward was super that? awkward she starts the conversation she's like first of all keith i want to apologize for wasting your time and then she didn't apologize to me and she's like we expect more out of you because you're not a spouse you're sofa sponsored so therefore you need to work harder than everyone else which in the job description it doesn't say that that, that doesn't that shouldn't exactly matter. like if, if you're married or not right right <laughs> So all these things happen, and like so she's done shit. Like there's a we had a, a coworker, and he's he's gay. Like his husband's in the military, and he works with us. And his husband was getting deployed or something, and he had told Melinda this information is like a secret. Like, hey, I, I just need you to know this, but I don't want other people to know. And she just comes into the office and starts yelling about how oh is your husband deployed yet? Is your husband deployed? And he's like, I didn't want other people to know this. And then. Another coworker, Eve, she's super sweet. She's, like, in her 50s, just this, like, tiny um, Taiwanese and Filipino lady. And she has, like, a, a son that's an adult that has, like, a kid, so she's grandkids. And during COVID, like, her, her son had been laid off, and she had told Melinda this information as, like, a, you know, between us type deal. And her son was living with her. Right. And so she comes out in the office and is like, oh, did your son finally get a job yet? Is, is he still loafing off you? Is he still oh, mooching God. off you? And then Eve's like, oh, like it's okay. Like, what are you? Like, why are you doing this? Shut right? the fuck up. <laughs> and then she also like hates the Japanese ladies that work there. And like, Eve also broke her back doing work. Like at work, broke her back, and so she had to like take off time. And then Melinda's like, well, since since you can't do this work, you need to be fired, even though you've been working for the company for longer than I have. You you deserve to be fired because you broke your back doing the job that we make you do. I hate saying this word, but she's not yeah, like it's a, a cunt. cunt. That's I know. That's how I open it. Like, just I don't. I use that word sometimes, but she's a cunt. Like, fuck her. So yeah. I go and like so all this information that you have now. Work this day, and I go to HR, and I'm like, hey, I'm I'm quitting. And she's like, are you are you sure? I'm like, I can't deal with Melinda anymore. I got married. It's over. And she's like, I understand. And then I go to my supervisor. He's super great guy. Like, if he if she didn't work there, I would love to have stayed there because I definitely would have enjoyed being mentored by him and going through the company that way because he, he's just he's great like probably the best leadership i've ever worked for and i i told him right he's like are you sure and i was like yeah and he goes okay just know that once it's done it's done and i was like okay that's fine like i'm done dude and then he's like i mean you're, i was like i'm not even putting in two weeks and he's like you're not i was like no because melinda wants to have a meeting with me today and i don't want to go to it and he's like i completely understand and so then he goes and tells them and then I talk to Keith and he's like, so tell me, why are you quitting? And I just said, 
Melinda is really mean to me. No, I was Melinda. like, Melinda is really mean to me. And he was just like, he didn't have anything to say. And I was like, she's, and he was like, are you, and I was like, every day I come into work and it's chaos. She yells at me. She says really mean and belittling things. And I just don't want to work here anymore. And he's like, well, you know that if you don't put in your two weeks, we don't have to pay out your PTO that you've earned. And I said, okay, I don't want it. I, I don't, I don't want it. Okay. That's, I had like $3,000 worth of PTO saved up and I was like, keep it. I don't care. This company sucks. And then, okay. uh, yeah, that's how I quit my job. That's, I mean, I'm glad you got out of there. It's so toxic. You know, but, yeah, there's, there's certain coworkers you work with where like, it's like, man, I don't even want to be yeah. here right now. <laughs> All the people That's I worked crazy. with that were my level and even my, like, lead and then my supervisor and manager, like, great. Like, I loved all of them. They were super great to work with. It was, like, I had no issues with anyone. It's just Melinda. That, that, but that one bad apple can ruin the whole fucking experience yeah. for you. It sucks. I know what you mean. It, and, it's, and it's, like, not just me that's gone through it. Like, Chris, she has kind of a higher-pitched voice, I guess. And for months, Melinda would just be, like, mocking the way that she talked. Like, Chris would say something to her, and she would just repeat it back to her and, like, pretending to do her voice. Like, it was so shitty. Yeah. You should have dug up some shit on Melinda. Like, she has something buried in her in her I, past that you could have dug up. I, I don't, like, I don't even need to. Like, she does new shit every day that you could use to file a case. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I've been in those uh, those work environments before, and like they start off like nice, those people, but then probably like two weeks, three weeks go by, and then you start to see that real person of how they act and how they treat. Them. Uh, did you break up? Oh no. No here. We're back. We're back. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. So I had a pee, I'm sorry. It's okay, me too. I peed for like forty five <laughs> seconds. Oh, it's a good pee. I... It's a good uh, pee. A good joke the other day where this guy had like one of those big Gatorade coolers in the bathroom and uh, he pranked his wife basically. He just he poured the, the Gatorade cooler out and he peed for like three minutes and the wife was like, are you okay? That's so funny. <laughs> uh, so what were we talking about? Oh yeah, empathy of... Uh, yeah, like you could, always, you could never get fucked over for like doing good shit. I don't know. I think it's like also societal things that are like oh you know it being nice is weak but it's like not like there's there's nothing wrong with being empathetic there's nothing wrong with giving other people things even though i think also something is that though it was hard for me so it has to be hard for you is like a really prominent mindset but that's not the case like as a parent you should always want your kid to do better 
as a CEO of a business, like you should always want your people to do better. Like that's the point is to make it easier. As a Melinda of a company, you should want your fucking employees to be happy. Yeah, like that. It's like it's so fucked up that people are like, oh well, it's hard for it's hard for me, so it's hard for you. It's like no, dude. That's 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 why like people are getting out of the military at insane rates. It's because your whole it. Like, I do agree, like, sometimes training is necessary and important, and it sucks, and I get it, but a lot of people leave because the leadership sucks, and they're like, well, I'm going to treat you like shit because I had to be treated like shit, and it's like, that's why people aren't de-enlisting, that's why people aren't doing their longer times, because they, they don't want to deal with this shit. Yeah, but that's also, like, that's a tough, that's a tough field to get in the military you know yeah i i mean like in a general sense of like i'm gonna shit on you because i was shit on like that's really fucked up i was bullied so you have to be bullied like no just don't do it did uh did you ever get bullied in school yeah of course same and like that people say oh yeah it makes you a better it makes you a tougher person it does but in the same sense it's like man it it also makes your insecurities come out sometimes too. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I, I get like the sentiment of like, oh, oh, oh like but see, remember how I told you I did my, my podcast about the Byronic hero? Yeah. This sims into that that in order to be great you have to go through hardship. But that's not necessarily true. Like the all these people that we are like, I wanna be like them, they have depression but they're great. It's no, they're not great because of the depression. They're great regardless of the depression and they would be still great without it. So we have this in our heads, we equate this direct correlation that depression makes us great when that's not the case at all. And so that's why we're like, Oh, you need to be bullied in in order to grow and be strong. Like, no, you don't. No, I don't think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a, I think a, most people in the world, they're depressed in some way, but they don't talk about it. And so, um, a lot, like, I look up, like, a lot of my heroes, they, um, they just work, I guess it's cliche to say, but they work hard at their craft and what they do, and they perfect it. And, uh, they don't look at depression as a, uh, as a blocker almost like it, uh, like, like it, I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, they, uh, how do I put this? They don't look as their depression as like it, it stops their, um, their greatness. Yeah. Like I, I personally think like I asked one of my friends, I was like, Oh, I'm like, dude, what do you really like doing? She's like singing. And I'm like, you have the rest of your fucking life to perfect that. Like if singing is your passion, Take singing lessons, learn how to read music, learn how to make like songs and like sing with the songs, you know, like you have the rest of your life. And I think, I think there's this whole push that you have to capitalize on anything that you do. So a lot of people don't do hobbies anymore because it's so focused on, I need to make money out of this. How can I make money out of this? And it's like, just enjoy painting, enjoy making model planes, enjoy jazz music, enjoy feeding ducks in the park. Just, we're not allowed to do that anymore because everyone's so sad from work all the time. And everyone's like, you need, if you, if you have a skill, you have to, um, capitalize on it. And then 
they idolize these people that are really great and like celebrities and everything like that. Like, why can't I be like, why don't I look like those people? So, well, I mean, you don't have a lot of money and you don't have any plastic surgery. So that's probably, you know, something that goes <laughs> into that. <laughs> and that's just how I feel like, I think that like, there's this one guy that's like, de- like texting me and he's like, I'm so depressed. I don't matter. And I'm like, relax, dude. Like everybody matters. He's like, everyone matters, but me. And I'm like, just get a Ooh, hobby. That's a- yeah. That's, yeah, they, find something. Yeah, just, find something that you love. If, anything. Like anything. He's like, well, I drink a lot. And I'm like, no, like, 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 do like I no, li- I like a real yeah, hobby. <laughs> like, like woodworking, welding, painting, sculpting, cooking, baking. You can literally do any of these things, and you don't even have to be that good at it. But it's cool to create something and be like, wow, I I gardened and I, I grew this that. herb garden. You know, like it's like cool. I scrapbooked. Look at all these memories I made. It's like. You don't have to be amazing at it. You just have to find something that you... Uh, you have to find something that you yeah. like, and eventually it'll come where you're good at it. Yeah. And I, I don't think a lot of people capitalize... Or I say that word capitalize. I don't think a lot of people do that, meaning um, they say that they have hobbies, but do they really? What are they What are they doing with their lives? And they want to say, oh, yeah, they're depressed and stuff. Most people are depressed. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. But you find you find something that you have a niche for, and you just you you go after it. Like my mom, she is planning a garden right now. Cute. And yeah, so I'm like, that's that's good for you. She likes collecting rocks and looking at rocks, and I'm like, that's fucking cool. You know, you like looking at that type of stuff but like yeah find something that you like and do it on the side it don't matter if it's uh painting or uh, yeah or art drawing you don't even have to be that good at it like it's fine and i i think that's like like in ways i think that we're better than some of the older generations but in other ways i think that we aren't and i think it's we like, a lot of us go to work and hate our fucking jobs, and we come home, and we watch TV, and then we go to sleep. And, like, that's the existence. That's all it is. So, we work all day, and then... But, I mean, part of me is, like, well, the government, when they've, they've devised the 40-hour work week to 60-hour work week so that you're tired, and you're too tired to pursue your hobbies and your passions, so you watch TV, and you just, like, you know, get sucked into this thing, and so they keep you tired, but they keep you entertained enough that you keep doing it by watching TV and they make you buy things. And I, I have like, you know, thoughts on all of this stuff. And so I think that like the government kind of plays into that, that that's what they're forcing you to do. What are your thoughts on that? Because like, I, when I get home from work, I like watching yeah, yeah, like, TV. No, I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not saying like, 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 hey, like don't. Like, sight, right? Fucking I, I'm not saying like, hey, don't watch TV because I also enjoy TV. Like Hunter was gone and I was so sad. I didn't leave my dead, my bed some days. Like I was like, I miss I miss my husband. So I just like stayed in my bed. So like I'm not saying that like everybody goes through seasons, but and it's nothing that you're personally doing wrong. I just think that that's they've set it up in a way so that like the elites, like I I I have like all these conspiracies about like the one percent, and not even the one percent. Oh, are you one of those conspiracies? Of course. Uh, and like I have all these like conspiracy theories about the one percent that. They've set up the mold of modern working so that you work and you're so tired from work that you don't come home and you don't pursue pursue your passions. You just sit down 
and you watch TV and then you just do the same thing over and over and you never kind of move from where you are. Sorry to burp. And so it gets yeah, yeah, mundane and monotonous. And so and then also another thing is, is that people like break this mold and they become CEOs or whatever and they create their own business, but they can never get as rich as the other people. Like they, they never, they're like, no, oh, we, they're like, it's not. like it, in a, a perfect example of this is the stock market where Reddit was like, hey, let's buy GameStop. Dude, they fucked GameStop. Yeah. Up. So the point is, is the elites are like, hey, you guys should just invest in stocks just like us. And it's like, oh, wait. And then it's like, we do. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, when wait, we wait, do wait, it, you, you do guys it. fucking it's like, banned wait, it. Wait, wait, but you can't do it like us. It's like, it's like the same thing. It's like. Oh, you you guys want to be rich and successful? You should start a business on your own. Oh, wait, 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 you can't do it as good as me. And then they, like, create situations where they prevent you from bettering yourself and, and making your um, business as good as their business. Like, us as the middle class, we are set up to fail. That's what it is. Unless you were born into the elites, they literally set it up to fail. And I can tell you this because my parents, like, I had this really good business idea. So there's this alcohol here called Chuhai, right? It's so good. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. And I told my parents, Is that what you're yeah, it's so good. And it's it's just like um, either vodka or soju mixed with like fruit juice. And it's like fizzy. It's really good. And it's in a can and it's like 9% alcohol. It fucks you up. But it's, it's like really cheap alcohol. It, it like does what it needs to do and it tastes really good. Like it does not taste like liquor at all. And so I told my parents, I was like, hey, like, I have an idea. Like, I want to bring this back to the States, but, like, my own version of it. I've been, like, working on recipes. And I'm like, oh, no, you can't do that. Like, the 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 economy right now is really bad. Like, if you do that, you'll you'll fail. Right? So then I had, a, a, like, a few weeks later, I have a conversation with them. And I was just, we were talking about, first, the Gina thing, where she got kicked off of Star Wars for saying the really fucked up shit and comparing conservative america to the holocaust which i think i agree with disney like fuck that bitch like you're allowed to say i don't want this person representing us like that's fine like what she was saying was really bad like that's okay like yeah you have freedom of speech but you don't have freedom from repercussion and my parents my dad was like oh well hurts me being like oh you can't say that on my your social media platform it's the same as me being like well i can't hire you because you have tattoos and i was like dad that already happens like what? Yeah, you see a dude with a face tattoo. Yeah, I was like, Dad, hired. like I have There's tattoos, no and I know that I'll never get hired in some jobs because of my tattoos. Like I knew that going into this. Like, what are you saying? And then my dad was all, I was explaining that I think that minimum wage should be raised, whatever. And my dad's like, Oh, you don't want to get into that? Like, um, and he's like, America's the only place that you get, you can be, you know, come from nothing and like be like Steve Jobs and blah 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 and create your own business and be successful and be a millionaire like them. And I was like, okay, so why is it? It takes yeah, money. Yeah, I make agree money, with you. Though. But I was like, okay, so why is it that when I have a really good idea and I know it's really good and I know that I can make good liquor and I know that I can like do all these things, why is it then when I say that you're like, don't do it because you're gonna fail. But then when I'm, like, criticizing the economy, you're like, well, we can't criticize the economy. This is the only place that allows you to become, like, Steve Jobs. What the fuck is that? Do you realize the cognitive dissonance that you have right now? Is that any... It's probably because you're his daughter and he doesn't want you to Yeah, but you get what I mean? Like, dude, like... Like, how are you going to sit there and be like, America's great? 
but the same flip of the coin say, well, the economy's not that good. That's a tough yeah. one, right? <laughs> like he wants you, he wants you to do good, but at the same time, I guess he's probably scared for you to fail. You know, but if you never try it, how do you know if you're gonna fail? Or yeah, Hunter's like, I think you're being really good at this, which is another reason why I married him because everything I do, he's so supportive of it. Like right now, I'm writing a novel, and writing a novel is really fucking hard. But he's like, you're doing great. Like I love reading your writing. You're so good at writing. I love this. So it makes me feel good that he's like that. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how's your writing? It's going. So I I feel like a lot of authors fail because they don't give depth to their characters. So right now I'm just creating all of my characters and I'm like wanting them to be their own things, even if they're minor characters, so they have depth and dynamic. And when they're included in the story, like it fits into the character mold because I, I hate when authors have a character and they do something just very out of character for them to react. So, like, my plan is to write the story and have events occur, and then my characters react accordingly to how they are as a character, if that makes sense. Right. They they react as as their own selves, as the, uh, the real people. Yeah. Work. So, like, that's what, kind of what I want. And, it, but dude, it is, like, I've written a few scenes, and it is so hard to connect scenes to scenes. Really, like the transition. Yeah, like it's like I'm like okay, them? so I wrote this. I'm like I'll have like dreams or I'll go on walks and I'll think of these great things. So I like write it down, but then I'm like, how do I make this scene connect to this scene in like seamless fashion? I know that's the hard it's part. So hard. You have, you it's, so hard. It yeah. it's so hard. Yeah, but that's awesome though. Like that's cool because like once you get it finished, and I know you will, but once you get it finished, like it'll it'll be good because you you sent me some of your short story before and it, I appreciate it was that. really good like I was I was intrigued by it and like I I'm glad more. that you liked it it makes me feel good because like writing is like my thing that I'm like I think I'm actually good at this so yeah and eventually I think you'll you'll figure it out where like well, how do you transition from here to here how do you get from this this plot to this uh this story how do you how do you do that if it'll come it might take I'm, I'm sure years maybe to get it finished but still though if you if you keep at it and keep going for it it'll it'll come together for sure do you notice do you get you you said your, your dreams do you get inspiration from your dreams and yeah sometimes sometimes uh really i've never been like that I've never woken up and like, oh, I got an so, idea to do. So with me, I feel like writing is a muscle. So even like I even feel like people that make like good Facebook or tweets, it's a muscle. And so what you have to do, like with all writing, creative writing, whether it be social media to like a blog to you writing in a short story to you writing a novel is it's just muscle. And at that point, what you have to do is just sit down and write. And, like, even poetry. Because I've written two poetry books. They're published on um, Amazon. And so with that, all it was is, like, in the beginning, like, you're not good. But you just keep writing and you keep getting better at it. And it's, like, working out in the gym. It's the same thing. And if you just keep sticking with it. And, like, same with, like, just making a Facebook status. You keep doing it and you keep doing it. And then you just get better and better. And, like, using your brain to, like, come up with this shit. Yeah. Right, like over time, it just it'll just it'll come to you. It might be hard, and you might you're gonna have stressful days, no fucking doubt. But eventually, it, it's gonna come to fruition. 
Fruition? Fruition? Is that the word? What did you say? For, yeah. Fruition. No is that a word? Fruition? Fruition? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Fruition. We know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like, it's it's almost like, uh, like these podcasts. At first, like, man, I was definitely scared yeah, to even scary. talk on it on is. a radio or anything like that. But now I'm like, man, I can, I'll do it. I don't care if it's good or not. Yeah, I I'm feel still that. gonna do it. When did you, when did you first 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 post uh, your podcast? My first episode was, was July fourth. I just remember because it's Fourth of July. <laughs> Yeah. Twenty uh, twenty. I think that's when I started. Was around that cool. time, maybe nice. May of that year. I don't remember. But you notice as as you get, as you do more episodes. Yeah, like so, Hunter. It, right? He like when he was on ship, yeah. he listened to all my podcasts. And he's like, "Yeah, you definitely improved." Like as you, like did more and more. And he's like, "You definitely improved," and I'm like, "Cool," but I haven't really like done anything to be like oh i need to make a podcast about this so like i need a podcast more we'll see what happens yeah but you do yours by yourself I, that's I know, hard, it is hard. how do you talk Dude, I, to yourself i don't know that? i just do it and i'm like uh, i just really like talking and it's like because like in society when i'm hanging out with other people i feel like i have to let other people talk more and there's like this whole like back and forth and everything like that so when it's just myself i can just talk the whole time and it feels great I'm like, I don't feel rude or anything. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, no. you don't hate yourself or nothing. I wish I could do that. Like, I listen to Bill Burr's podcast, and, like, yeah. he does it by himself. I'm like, how the fuck does he do it for that long? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think you I think you probably just, I don't know. I, I can see you really like writing, and you probably just, you'll get into that more and more, and keep doing it and eventually you'll get your novel are, are you wanting to do this uh, as a series i don't know like it's still so i have a, a original novel that i was writing before and i was really excited about it but again it's like i had i wrote like i wrote up the entire timeline of what i wanted to happen and then i wrote the first three chapters but then after that i just got stuck and like that story i really want to finish and so, like, this one, I'm like, uh, like, I don't have as much of, like, a timeline as I did for that one. But I'm like, ah, uh, like, I'm more motivated to write about this right. one because it's new and it's fresh. So I'm going to, like, write what I can. So, like, part of me is like, yeah, I would love to write a series. And, like, I would like to write a series like Kelly Armstrong where you write from different perspectives of different characters, like, as the story goes along. Like, different books or different That's people. Awesome. And, like, she's really good about writing. Right. The tone, the way that she writes is you can immediately tell which character is which. It was really good. Yeah, that, right. and, like, you're like, okay, so I know I'm Simon in this situation. I know I'm Kelly in this situation. I know I'm XYZ in this situation. Because just the way that she writes, she's really good about getting in their headspace and telling it from first person. But the perspective that it is and the way that it's written, you can tell which character it is immediately as you're reading her different books. So basically when she's writing this this one book, yeah. she is that character. You have to become, I think you, it's like an actor. Yeah, it's you really have good. To I'm like, that wow, character. that's really good writing. What are your favorite books? Like right so, now? What have you read? Uh, lately, lately, I read this economics book 
about yeah i did you read an economic uh-huh. book it was it How was actually interesting was like the guy that wrote it uh he would tell like different like kind of stories and like lead into like why this is relevant to what's going on like one of the stories he wrote about is this poor guy grew up in michigan like detroit and his father was like oh if you want money like you have to work for it and so he like growing up though he was very like entrepreneurial and he would like mow people's lawns for money and then he started a business where he would hire other kids to mow other people's lawns and then he like made the most money but would pay them whatever amount whatever like that and then his like his father when he was like growing up was like hey you can work in my factory and he did and he said it was the worst thing he ever did so then he like ended up you know starting his own business so he wouldn't have to do that he was like a rich man in hollywood or like he was like a film director or something like he did something really great but then the issue was that he had made it and he had all this money and then when his kids grew up his kids were really entitled and it was talking about how it's easy to treat right. like like to teach your kids the value of money and hard work when they have to work hard to get money but once they already have it like they don't understand that they, so yeah, like that that was it. like interesting that he like wrote this book about those things and it was talking about how the amount of money like you obviously you need money to raise kids but there's like i think it was like 77,000 a year is the amount that's like ideal for raising kids because anything below that and it's you know you're making ends meet anything above that and it's your kids are too spoiled to be able to understand the value of money it was like it was really interesting but he would like break down each chapter like about different stories like that that's yeah that's interesting because like it is true like i don't know 70,000 yeah i agree quite a bit of money i mean for like for a yearly income and when you do make less than that it is hard to survive pretty much but i've been around people that were billionaires and they raised kids their their kids and they were just spoiled brats they didn't understand the value of like okay working and they were yeah basically entitled and they they make it because their parents are rich, but at the same time, like, they still don't understand how to actually yeah. make it in this world. It's weird. I've seen it, I've seen it before firsthand. I, I agree. I, yeah. You need, like, to be able to be in a situation where you can understand how it's rough instead of being, like, a trust fund baby. Yeah, we don't have that fucking privilege. I don't either, dude. <laughs> At least it's I, okay. I didn't. <laughs> so, well, all right. I'm going to have to get out of here. So I have okay. to go to bed. I have to wake up pretty early in the well, morning. Well, it was good talking to you. But, yeah. Great podcast. And, uh, I'm down. We'll definitely do it again soon. Hell yeah. So, anyway, okay, keep writing. Like, Okay, I'll, I'll send you my <laughs> current works if you would like to read them. Oh, I'm down. Awesome. All right. Okay, so, bye. All right, I'll talk to you later, Ray. All right. So, how the fuck did you get zucked again? Oh, I posted this meme, and it was like, how does Jesus Christ masturbate? And it was a WikiHow <laughs> diagram. And the first one was like uh, two pictures of a guy masturbating normally. And then the bottom two pictures were using the holes in his hands to put through his penis through. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. The Christian that's Facebook guy, man. It's so good, dude.
My friend was like, you're gonna get sucked. And I was like, ah. And then I did. And I was like, fuck. Uh, I think once you get sucked once, it's you get sucked pretty constantly. Like, I've never been banned from Facebook. Don't get banned. It sucks. I am just finished my 30 day. And I know that I'm about to do another 30 day. Because do you know how many fucked up memes I've had the like, time to collect? That I'm just gonna post. <laughs> oh, dude. I bet, I bet it's a whole collection. <laughs> like, you know... Y- like, I've been on Twitter. Twitter is way worse than Facebook. There are way less rules on Twitter. I mean, people literally post videos of them fucking on Twitter. And I follow those people. And I retweet those things. Really? Yes. <laughs> I haven't been on Twitter in a minute. Dude, Twitter's great. But I just don't have a following. So, like, I can post whatever I want, which is great. But I don't get that validation, you know? This is like, I, I'm like, <laughs> wow, this means I'm addicted to social media. And I should probably, like, realize I have an, a problem. And then do something about that. Right. But, ah, uh, we're all going to die Like, anyways. you might get one retweet or one uh, like on Twitter. Dude, I have, Facebook can I read you the best that. tweet I've ever made? I have to find it. So, just give me, like, four yes. seconds. But I am so proud of it, and it got zero likes. But it's so good. Oh. It's so, it's so yeah. good. You couldn't repost it to Facebook? I'm going to, oh, no, yeah. Can't now, but. <laughs> but. In 21 hours, when I am free, I will be definitely posting this. I was just, I was like. Because I usually... I usually see your shit on Facebook, and I'm like, man, I, like, well, my phone was, like, I broke my phone mm. a couple weeks ago, and so, like, I wasn't on Facebook for two weeks, three weeks, it felt good for a while, and then I finally got on, and I was like, man, I, you haven't posted in a while, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, this one guy messages me, and he's like, uh, I can't be friends with you because you didn't check up on me, you don't like my statuses, I'm like, dude, I'm in, I'm in Facebook jail, and he's like, oh, you're in prison? Do you want me to send you anything? And I was like, no, I'm. I posted a meme and I got banned. <laughs> okay, it's not. I don't, I don't want. I don't want no commissary. No, nah, fuck off. Okay, so this is the best tweet I've ever made. It says, "Just because a man has sex with another man does not mean he is gay. Hetero men can also partake in homo- homosexual activity and maintain their heterosexuality. In fact, it is actually less gay to have sex with a man than a woman." And I just, I think it's so good. I saw this video and it's this guy. He's like, "Oh yeah." Uh, straight men aren't attracted to men they're just attracted to the sexual act between two men and it's not gay and it was just like I don't know if it was satire or not but I was like this is perfect like I have the best shit posts and I cannot waste to post that on Facebook <laughs> dude it's, it's like the ultimate troll right there it's so good I'm so proud of it and I'm just like no likes for retweets <laughs> nothing Oh, that's, see, that's where Facebook comes in handy, because you would have got something. Well, yeah, because all these people... <laughs> you would have gotten into an argument. Yeah, I know. It's so good. I, I miss... Like, Facebook's kind of great, because... I mean, I posted... I, like, had a profile picture of me, like, on the beach, so a ton of people added me. I wonder why. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, but with Facebook, you have to be, like, mutuals with the people that add you. But with Twitter... Right. You like you just follow people, and it you just follow yeah, and people. it sucks because I follow these people, but they don't follow me back, which is like okay. But I'm like I I I don't have I have like over a little bit over a hundred followers, but none of them like my shit, and so I'm like ah uh, like I know that these are good tweets because they would probably pop off on Facebook, but because I don't get any reactions on my tweets, the algorithm isn't in my favor. So then the people, the few people that do follow me, don't even see my tweets. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's like man, I I really hate Facebook, 
But I love it. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's so good. I just... Oh. Yes. Speaking of Marilyn Manson, did you hear about what that motherfucker did? Oh, it was, like, the thing that he, like, assaulted someone, right? And she, like, came out about that, right? Was it him? Multiple girls. Yeah, I don't know. I just... You remember how I made that podcast, like, a, a while ago, and then we talked about it, how... I was like, uh, it's not really funny to rape or like talk about like rape and assault like as jokes. And people are like, oh, just good. Yeah. And then it's like all these people that make jokes about rape and assault are coming out and like they raped and assaulted. And I'm just like, yeah, it's like the Catholic Church saying other oh, priests don't fuck little boys. But like, yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, because uh, like normal people don't make jokes about raping people. Like, normal people that aren't pedophiles, like, don't make jokes about fucking underage girls. Like, it's just, like, a thing people that aren't into that. That wouldn't even cross my mind. Yeah, no, you're not gonna make a joke about that. It's gross. But. Stupid. So, like, when people are like, oh, uh, it's just because you make jokes about raping people doesn't mean you actually rape them. And then I just like to link all the articles of comedians that make jokes about raping people that, like, have and are, like, convicted or in prison because of it. Shout out Bill Cosby yeah. and Crystalia. Yeah, like right, like there's, there's. I'm like, well, what's this? Oh, that's just one guy. Well, what do you mean it's one guy? <laughs> like, it's one guy too many. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's terrible. I'm like, and I'm not even a fan of Marilyn Manson. Like, I think his music is fucking weird. I mean, when I I was like a little emo fuck growing up, like in high school and stuff. So like, I thought he was cool then, but now I'm I'm with you. Like, he's like, okay. I'm I'm kind of sad that, like, he did that because, as a kid, like, I thought he was cool. So it kind of sucks when people that you think are cool as kids, like, come out and, like, do really sh- fucked up shit. So can you guys cop- stop doing oh, that, you sure. know? Can you be cool, please? Yeah, but, like, come on, you did, you couldn't see, like, the, the writing on the wall. I mean, I kind of did, like. Oh, he was a little bit too out there to not be doing some shady Which shit. Which sucks because the issue that I have, like ultimately, is that yeah, he's out there and whatever. But like people that are like that, that are out there and doing shit like that, now he gave that whole thing a bad rep. So when other people are similar to that, like they're gonna associate them with this guy that assaults. So like you, you like not only did you hurt That's all true. those women that you did that to, but you also hurt other people that aren't you know aren't really in the normality of society like you you hurt those people too obviously he you hurt the right. women more and i'm not like saying that but it, it kind of it's like dude really like you're you're out here like oh the misfits you know the people that don't really fit in like i, I i'm i can you know i can give you a safe space like obviously not because you rape women <laughs> so you said you were you were emo back in high school what were your favorite bands back then Okay, <laughs> just kidding. Dude, let's go. Emo for Yeah. Okay, so I still listen to like rock and stuff, um, but like in high school, like I didn't know good music yet. Okay, so like part of me is like I don't want right. to tell you because you're gonna judge me. But like now I listen to like like, like no, right no, now I... my favorite band is Highly Suspect. Always will be. Like they're great. But in high school, like oh, I yeah. love like Avenged Sevenfold. You know, Five Finger Death Punch. I it hurts me to say that now because they're like the Taylor. I'm, I'm judging you. On yeah, they're finger. like the Taylor Swift of metal music. That's how that's how I feel about them. But in high school, I you know I was a kid. I didn't know. I like I was like oh like I'm in I'm in this genre. So I like like them like 
Cannibal Corpse, of course. Um, you know, sleep. Cannibal Corpse yeah, is I awesome. Like, them. <laughs> like Bring Me the Horizon, big fan of all these guys. Like he's kind of hot. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Falling in Reverse. Yeah, they're pretty good. Shout yeah, yeah. Rocky. And then like Asking Alexandria, like they're pretty good. So that was like in high school. The first album yeah. was good. They came out here and did like a free show for the military, and I went to it, and I was like, I actually know these songs. Yeah, I saw them live. I went to Warp Tour in the States and they so, were there. They're they're shitty live though. Terrible I, live. I was like, oh cool, like music I know. I have never been to Warp Tour, but I've <laughs> always wanted to go. So like hopefully when I go back to the States I can go to Warp Tour. Uh last year was the last year they do that. What? Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've been me. wanting to go for I was like, ever, why? but I've been in Japan for seven years, so I just—it's not out here. Yeah, I went in 2011. It was pretty good, pretty good lineup. Like a day to remember. Mm, went. I've seen them a couple times. Uh, live. Asking went uh, of mice and men. I like them. Too. August burns red. A lot of decent bands, but it was fun as fuck. Like just like to see that many bands there. I think even um. Like Blink One Eighty Two was there that year. Yeah, when I'm not a big Blink One Eighty Two fan. My, but... It's funny because my old manager at my last shop where I sold cars, he actually was like roommates in college with the like the guitarist of Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, like there oh, are like he's like he was friends. I think actually he was like friends with his younger brother or something. And they were like, "Oh, we're gonna name our band Blink One Eighty Two. And he's like, "Don't do that. It's fucking stupid." And then they did. And he's like, "I, I guess it's good that they named it that." <laughs> Yeah, they made millions. Yeah. Um, so before I came out here, though, in, like, 2014, like, my dad and I went to, like, Lunatic Luau in Virginia. And it was, like, Adelita's Way was there. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold was there. And then, like, a bunch of other bands. It was really cool to, like, be able to just kind of... Oh, I think, like, Volbeat went to that. And then, like, another concert we went to, like, we saw, like, Shine Down and In This Moment and Papa Roach. It was pretty cool. I like in this moment. Shine down. Uh, I almost went to the concert last year in Houston with them, but then it got canceled. They're pretty good. So they I, I like them live. Actually, they're pretty good live. Yeah, one of my roommates, his wife was like their biggest fucking fan. So like, we almost went, but <laughs> it's yeah, it is. I like it. I like it when people are like really into stuff. It's cool. Slipknot was supposed to do a like tour in mainland out here last March, but it I got canceled because of COVID. But I was like, I like called my dad. I was like, Dad, like you, you gotta fly to Japan, and we're gonna go see Slipknot together. I was like, it's Corey Taylor. We have to go. <laughs> like that's. It's fucking I was like, Corey, it's Corey Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> like he's so cool. My dad's like, yeah, we can go. But then COVID, so like we didn't. But I was like, you gotta take. He's like, I have to work. And I was like, I don't care. Take off time. I was like, it's fine. It's just gonna be a weekend in mainland Japan. It'll be okay. You can just fly down, or fly up. I don't know. Fly to the yeah. side. Whatever. It's a good flight. Your dad like Slipknot. Yeah, that's all the cool. concert, all the bands I listed. Like my dad and I saw them in concert together. Like my dad really likes rock music. That's cool. That's awesome. Do you like country music? Uh, no. Thank I, God. No, <laughs> I'm not at all. Like my uh, my fucking coworkers. That's all they listen to. So I'm just always in the truck, and they're always like talking about how like their their tractor and their their fucking wife left them and it's all sad music and i'm just like how do you guys like this shit you're in louisiana right is that where you are texas i'm in okay. texas i don't know why i thought you were yeah no, i'm from louisiana oh okay that's okay so i'm not as bad of a friend so i was like oh shit 
Yeah, no, I'm from Louisiana, but I live Hunter in Texas and I might now. be moving to Texas or Tennessee. We haven't decided yet. So if I do, we can, Ooh. we can, Tennessee we can not. hang out and like do these together instead of far apart. Yeah. yeah. Showdown. I want to get Hunter on one too. Yeah. That'd be cool. When he has yeah, he fun. was like, he's like, is it okay if I come home in the middle of your podcast? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Like, no one's gonna like, get upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, no, yeah, you you're not allowed in my house until it's over. <laughs> so are y'all living well, he, together? He's now? living with me. Yeah, so we're oh. living together. That's cool. Did you ever think, okay, did you ever think growing up you would get married in Japan? Like, I didn't even think I would live in Japan growing up. Like, it's so surreal. How did that come about? My dad was stationed out here, and they lived here for like two or three years, and then they left, and I wanted to stay out here, so I did. Oh, you were old enough already to just... To yeah, because we moved out here when I was like 17, that. and they left when I was 20. So I did my oh. junior and senior year of high school out here. How the fuck was that? How how different well, is that from I went. Uh, I mean, American it was school. American school, because I, I just went to school in base. So I, did, I didn't go to oh, Japanese okay. school, but the kids that go to like do like Dodia schools is like the what it is for like military kids. Fucking weird, dude. Like so weird. It's fine. Like <laughs> I, they're cool. Like and I'm weird, so it's okay. Like I fit in. But it was like the first time in my life I've ever fit in with anyone. It's just because they're all fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> something a little off about you guys well it's just like, like you it. have to move around a lot and like a lot of like i don't know military people raise fucking weird ass offspring just like odd kids oh yeah but a lot of strict rules yeah and you shit, have that right? and it's just and, and like super nerdy and stuff which is like there's nothing wrong with being smart like i'm not saying that but like my brother definitely a nerd <laughs> like he's 20 almost 21 like never had sex before mm-hmm. like he's like he's had like oh. maybe a girlfriend i don't actually think he has ever had a girlfriend like he's like yeah he's really Aww. cute though he's super wholesome um but he we gotta get your we gotta get your dude i every time girlfriend. i'm like he like i call him and he doesn't answer i'm like what are you too busy laying the pipe because like it's funny but it's because he's playing dungeons and dragons with his friends that's what he's doing when i call yeah, oh he, he does loves D&D? It. so good Okay, but I've never played that, but like I've, I've I heard about it from a lot of my friends. Yeah, I've someone told me I'd really it like it, but I just haven't done it. I okay, but we don't honestly have to worry about my brother though because he's studying. I think it's electrical engineering right now at Auburn. So like when he has a job, like he'll be oh, he'll be fine. He's good. He'll be fucking fine. And if not, like yeah. he'll have a lot of you know like, money's money. gonna get that. But he's also like cute. You know, like he doesn't like look. He kind of he's he's kind of chunky right now because like, he gained weight because he stopped working out. But it, it can be you can earn the body back. It's fine. <laughs> right. But, yeah. You're yeah. Both, he's 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 really sweet. So like, hopefully he <laughs> just like finds someone that like doesn't take advantage of that. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of girls out there that take advantage of of guys yeah, being. So nice. hopefully, it, it works out for him. I think it will. I think it's fine. He'll be alright. He'll find someone. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. I mean, Alabama. Yeah, but it's so funny. Yeah. So like, um, I I'm missing a tooth, and so is my brother. But he's missing like his front teeth, not like the 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 prominent like first two teeth, but like the two teeth behind those teeth. You know what I'm talking about? Not the not the not the Bugs Bunny teeth, yeah. but like the one. Yeah, like on the before side like your vampire teeth. 
whatever those are. So he like, he, yeah. but he, like he has a retainer where he could wear it where his teeth in like all he would have all his teeth, but he like would refuse. And I'm like, dude, like why aren't you wearing your retainer? And he's like, I want a girl to like me for me and not because like of how I look. So I mean, he he has his priorities straight, I guess. That's what's important to him. Uh, at least yeah, he but, I mean, he, he like yeah. as now like he has his like all his teeth because he got the surgery and everything like that. So like he's fine now. But this was just high school Ollie. Right. Yeah, oh, his name's Oliver. Ollie. That's he's the greatest cute. name yeah. ever. I love that name. <laughs> yeah, we're Good not rest. He'll be alright. Um, so you moved out of Japan when you were 17 and how is it, has it, has it changed any for you living out there for, how do you know? Can we... Well, like, so do you mean like out here, like physically, like has like, what do you mean by changed? Has the, the culture yeah, changed so any there's out like, there? I mean, honestly, Japanese people are like super respectful and polite and it's like nice. But, I mean, there's, like, new cities and stuff, like, buildings and malls and stuff being built. And that's kind of, like, the changes out here. I haven't really been able to, like, get out because of COVID and, like, do my normal. I mean, I've been right. kind of doing my normal thing because I, I don't give a shit. Um, I wear my mask. It's fine. But what I'm, like, kind of nervous about is going back to the States. Because when I, I went to college for a year in the States when I was 19. So, like, five years ago. Like, by the time I move out here. And, like, the states had changed so much in, like, the two years I hadn't been there. And so I'm like, ah, oh, it's been even five more years since that time. And, like, there was, like, like so when I left the states, Uber wasn't a thing. Wi-Fi everywhere wasn't a thing. Like, being able to pay, like, over the phone with, like, credit cards wasn't a thing. Like, it's just, like, and, like, I don't even, right. like, those are just, like, things I remember being, like, what the fuck? And now I'm like, fuck, it's been five more years, like. I, I don't know how it's going to be. It's definitely going to be culture shock. Yeah, it's 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 changed a lot out here in the past three yeah. years, I'm going to say. It's fucking crazy. You can order food to your door from, like, DoorDash, and it'll, it'll arrive mm. in 30 minutes. That's awesome. I kind of like it. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, uh, I know. Like, so out here, Domino says that, and it's great. Like, I ordered a pizza. Yeah, it's so good. It's so much better. Like so, like pizza out here is not that good, but like Domino's pizza is. Like, that's weird because when I went when I went to Europe, the McDonald's out there. Oh, was so the much Japanese McDonald's out here is phenomenal. Like, I am not looking forward to going back to the states for the McDonald's. The other food, yeah. Like, I miss Chipotle. I miss. <laughs> oh, Chipotle yes. is a fucking. I miss. Hitter. I miss Cracker I Barrel. <laughs> I miss Panera Bread. Like, I miss. Dude, so good. Please go. Bread. Get the fucking mac and cheese that's in the bread bowl. Like, it's so good. It's oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. <laughs> yeah. Do you go burrito? Burrito. Or I get the quesarito at Chipotle. If you didn't know you could do that, you can. Ooh. So order them. They're really good. That's what I didn't know that. No, I go get go quesarito. Bowl, it's so good. Quesarito. You should. Yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, I didn't it's know like that. Because, like, the Taco Bell quesaritos hit. Or they did. So they took yeah, them off the it's menu. Like, it's, like, on the secret menu or whatever. You know, like, the restaurants have. I miss In-N-Out Burger. I, I don't even know yeah. if I'll have an In-N-Out Burger where I go. But I'm going to be like, Hunter, we're going to In-N-Out Burger because I fucking miss it. 
I miss five guys. Double, so double good. animal oh, style. I cannot wait. We got in and out Burger here in Texas now, and, like, so good. <laughs> it's so good. Like, people hate on them, but I'm like... It's, it's like they hate yeah. on it because it's trendy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. just want to hate on something. They think, oh, what? Out here in Texas, we have a place called oh, Whataburger. I love Whataburger. It's so like, good. Yeah. It's good. Oh, but yeah. But in and out Burger's better. Do you have any uh, restaurants out there that you like? Oh yeah, like cactus bagel. Miss? Love that. It's like they they like hand make the bagels, and then it's like I usually get the um, bacon egg and cheese on a black pepper bagel with a iced latte with caramel. And it's so good. Yeah, it's it's that so good. Amazing. I really like breakfast food. And then there's this other place called Seaside Terrace, and I get it's it's French toast, but the French toast is stuffed with cream cheese, and then there's fruit like fruits and berries on top and like in like a fruit sauce like a berry sauce drizzled yeah and then you can dip it in um maple syrup and then it also comes with like a like a meat like either a long sausage or a bacon or like and then eggs and a hash brown and it's so good (laughs) it's so good good i love it um i'm not a big you can be bacon yeah yeah, bacon all day uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna miss that because it's so good. And then there's this place called Captain Kangaroos, and they make hamburgers, and they're so good. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna miss it so much. But I think like you can get good hamburgers in the states. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's. But that's they're not like what we're made of. <laughs> they're not like fast. It's not like a fast food hamburger. It's like the next step up, if you know what I mean. Like it's not. Yeah. Like a yeah. Like an it's hamburger. it's good. I usually get like the teriyaki. A hamburger with like lettuce and whatever and mayonnaise. Oh, Japan does when they ever they have teriyaki meat, they also add mayonnaise to it, which is interesting. But it, it tastes really, really good, but it's just something I never would have thought would have happened. No, yeah, it's weird, but it's weird. really good. I guess, I guess the next time I go to Subway, I'm gonna have to try it because that's the only place I can get teriyaki. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh. Do you eat? Do you eat yeah, a lot there's of a lot of Japanese though? options out here. I'm like, kind of excited to go back to the states because there's more options for food. Like out here, there's there's like some options, but it's kind of like you go somewhere and it's like like the mall, the food courts, Japanese food, Japanese food, Japanese food, and which is like uh, not bad. But because I've lived here so long and I go out to eat all the time, I'm like oh, I'm kind of tired of it. That's what I was going to ask you. One of my questions was, if you were at, stuck at a mall food court, what's your first So, choice? there's this place, um, they, like, make pancakes, but they take, like, mozzarella cheese, and you can also get it with, like, a, a like, a, a corn dog, like, meat, and sausage cheese, and they, they yeah. take the cheese, and then they dip it in the corn, like, corn dog batter, but then they dip the corn bag, the corn dog batter into, like, sugar. It's, like, cheese, corn dog oh, batter, shit. and then, like, sugar. And it is so fucking good. I know. It's so unhealthy. It's so good, It's so good. Like a seasonal thing, so they don't have it all the time. Yeah, but it's good. (laughs) It's so good. Okay. So, I have uh, a couple questions, like, that I usually ask some of my listeners every now and then. But, just to get their opinion on it. What are your thoughts on brushing teeth in the shower? (laughs) Yes. You, you do it because 
Okay, so here's you, okay. So really my bathroom, because it. it's Japanese style, it's set up different than like a stateside bathroom. So I have two different rooms. Uh-huh. So I have a toilet room. So I have like a toilet in one room, and that's also where Moose's litter box is. And then when you flush the toilet, on top of the toilet is like a, a sink. And what it does is the, the fresh water that they put into mm. the bowl before it goes into the bowl, they have it in the sink so you can wash your hands. Yeah. So or it's like sink. all one thing. So it right. kind of conserves water that way. And then in my shower room, I have a bathtub and a sink and then the shower head. So like it just makes sense to brush my teeth when I take a shower because it's all like one thing. But do you... Do you keep your well, toothbrush like, so my in the sink shower? Or my toothbrush is in the shower. Yeah, it's like one. Oh, I'll send you a picture later. One. But it's like I have a bathtub and a sink, and then so the you're... shower head is in the like above the bathtub. But it's all one room. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, like so you have like no choice. <laughs> like obviously, if I do take a sh- like if I don't take a sh- like if I only shower like once a day or something, then I would just brush my teeth without taking a shower. But for the most part, I just brush my teeth while I shower because it's all right there. Like yeah, I have like a system that I shower. Okay, and, uh, a lot of people in the states they don't like it. I don't like it either personally. Well, it's I've like never done it. But I didn't do it until like my shower room was the same as my sink for my. You know what I mean? Like I. Like, it's just, like, my toothbrush is already there, so why would I shower and then dry off and then brush my teeth? You know, like, it's just, like, I'm already there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you have, yeah, okay. People say it saves time, but I'm just like, no, it doesn't. (laughs) You're still going to do the same thing regardless. The worst people are when they keep the toothbrush in the fucking shower. I'm like, I have to, like, I have to brush my teeth at least two times a day. And, like, sometimes I shower twice a day because I get, like, I need a shower. But I'm like, uh, but I don't do that every time. But I do brush my teeth at least two times a day. So, like, keeping it in the shower would be inconvenient for me. Like, if my shower, like, if my sink wasn't in the same room as my shower, like, it would be inconvenient. You know what I mean? And then when I go back to the States, I'll probably not shower and brush my teeth anymore. But it's just I do it now because it's just one thing. I bet you will. <laughs> I bet I'll let you, you know. So, okay. What are your thoughts on... Do Okay, do a lot of Japanese people smoke cigarettes? Because that's all... That's what I've heard a lot. It depends. Like, they, a lot of people it depends do on over there. Yeah, there's like... Really? Like, there's like some people that do it, but it's like not... Like, I think it's... I, I, I can't even compare it to the States because I don't even know. But I I feel like it's kind of like a... Like people watch anime, and they're like, "Oh, they smoke cigarettes in anime, so they they have to they have to smoke it out there." You know what I mean? But it's it's like, right? Some people do, some people don't. Like they definitely sell cigarettes everywhere. Like it's a thing you can buy. So like maybe, but I I don't really. I think it's kind of like some people do, some people don't. Hmm. Yeah, it's. I feel it. Like, Same thing in the states. Most people. Are I yeah, people vape out here. Now. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I bet that shit's popping off over there. I'm not really. I'm sorry. Continue. So I'm watching. I was gonna say I don't really smoke. Like I'm not really a smoking person. This is not really my thing. Mm -mm. I I think I've maybe had three cigarettes my whole life ever. I'm I'm just not good at smoking, so I don't want to embarrass myself. 
<laughs> no, like, like the, the routine of it? <laughs> like, I tried to smoke a cigar once, and then I coughed a lot, so I'm, like, embarrassed to try a cigarette. Oh, you're, yeah, you're I, but I, I, I couldn't do it. Think. So I'm like, so like, you know how people are like, oh, you need to smoke a cigarette to be cool. Like, you know, how that's like the thing that people tell you, like an old wife. So, so I'm like, but I'll be less cool if I actually smoke it than if I don't. <laughs> so I like just haven't done it ever because <laughs> it's going <laughs> like, to okay, look so bad. Okay. But you said you've been watching a show. I've been watching a show in the- do you know the band? Uh, the, of course, a I do. K-pop band called BTS. Yeah, their their Twitter stands are you fucking. Ever, they're insane. So, but continue. But yeah, be, like K-pop and like J-pop out here are like yeah. really popular. So. That's what I was gonna ask you, like. Dude, how you go to like a stuff out there? a store in like the mall, and it's like a store that sells like plushies or whatever, and they have like a fuck ton of like BTS paraphernalia, like everywhere. Like you can get. T-shirts, phone cases. That's you can insane. get, like, Polaroid pictures of the people. You can get, like, it, yeah, it's, like, insane. Like, keychains, um, like, CDs, DVDs, signed posters, signed pictures, like, all kinds of shit. People are really into it. Wow. It, it blew up in the States, and I only knew about this because my roommate had a daughter, and she was really into it. And so... I had to learn about mm, all the members cute. and shit of the band. They're good dancers and stuff, but like, I don't know. And the music's not bad if you're into that. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. don't understand what it's. Yeah, saying. like I think it's I think it's kind of cute, but they are like called like idols. Is like what the people like the K-pop and the J-pop people like. I but I think it's it's kind of cute that it's like a group of yeah. them. But like, I do know that there's so many. Some of it is like unethical. Like they, like are not. Yeah, like the the, the the way that they treat the girls and the the groups are like not it's not good sometimes. But I'm not I don't really know that much. So I can't really talk out of my ass about this. Right. Um. Yeah. I. But I think it's kind of cool that that there's like these little idols and then people are like, oh, I like this dance group. So they have a whole a whole J-pop. Yeah, it's it's like is K-pop but just Japanese version. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, I had something else on it. Oh yeah. Um, so. Oh, it's my mind just went blank. God damn it! Have you um, you ever watched the show Ninety Day Fiance? No, but I love shit like that. No. Like I, I eat that shit. It's so good. It's it's so good. Yeah, it's. They have like, they have these these um. These guys that live in the states. They're well, the the guys mostly live in the United States, and they have these girls come from different countries, and they have a ninety day visa, and before the ninety day visa ends, they have to get married or else the girls get sent back to their country. And it's it's insane the way some of the way that the way that the guys treat the girls. They're uh, it's definitely different. Okay, so like, did you watch show. Too Hot to Handle? Did you watch Love Is Blind? Did you have you seen Married at First Sight? Dude, these shows are so good. No, dude, 
I'll it's do, so good. It's so fucking good. Oh, it's I just I eat that shit up. I'm like, oh, this is such trash TV, but I'm here for it. No, it's but so you good. You can't stop watching it. Like, I feel like such a chick for watching it, but like at the same time, like, dude, fuck you guys. It's good TV. <laughs> They're yeah, arguing so good. with each other and shit. It's so Married at first, Married at first sight's a crazy one to me because like you, you, you don't know the person at all. And you gotta, you gotta trust the process. That's what they say. I don't know what season did you watch of Married at First Sight? Because I watched season nine. Oh, I don't remember. I've only. Seen... And it was like one of the dudes yeah. was a piece of shit. Like he, the girl was like a, a middle school teacher or something, but she made a fuck ton of money. And he was like a basketball, like a tall white dude that was a basketball player, and he didn't have a job. Or something. And then he was, like, gonna take an international job and not tell her. But, like, also, during the show, like, he cheated on oh. her. Like, he was at bars meeting women and having sex with them. Like, while the show was being filmed. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. And they were they already got married? Holy oh, shit. I think what wound up happening to them? But, like, I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> Really, during the show, like, you couldn't even wait, you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad that he did it so that she could, you know, end it, but I'm like, it was, like, she get away months. from that to- total. It wasn't even, like, that long. I wonder if Mary first is on Japanese <laughs> Netflix, because if it is, I'm definitely gonna make Hunter watch that when he comes home today. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, it is. Is the Japanese Netflix different from um, the, well, I guess, yeah, I guess you uh, because, know. like, it is. Um, my like if my friend that lives on base like she has American Netflix, um, and I have Japanese Netflix, and like so some things like we have the same, but some things we don't, and it seems like all the shit I want to watch is like what I don't have, and I I don't like that. But the majority of the stuff is the same. Couldn't you get yeah? A so my Wi-Fi at my like my house America? is fucking trash. Like it is not good. So it's like if I got a VPN, like it would, um, like make it worse than it is. So I'm like, uh, I'll just su- you know suck it up. I'll just illegally oh, watch yeah. on my laptop and HDMI to the TV until I can go back to the scenes. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a great. Yep, I so love good. HDMI to TV. <laughs> so good. Amount of times I've done that. What's your show on Netflix that you're watching right oh, now? Oh, I start. I was watching Big Bang Theory, which is on Japanese Netflix, but I'm pretty sure not on American Netflix. So suck it. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it's good. And, Great show. Big Bang Yeah, Bears and then America I also, my friend Netflix. really got me into Impractical Jokers. Have you seen that show? Dude, it, so I watched it when yeah, it was like on cable, you know, as we were kids. <laughs> and, but my friend, like he's in the States right now. He, he right. Um, works at like Navy boot camp. It's like the guy that yells at the kids when they come into the Navy. And so he would like call me every day while my husband was deployed. And he just, we'd, we'd share screen and like watch like, hour clips of impractical jokers and it, it like just like the the highlights and it's just so funny so i started watching the show on netflix and it's pretty good do you think of you course, ever dude. do any of the like... shit <laughs> like one time one time at the finale like sal had to uh he had to like be at a restaurant like as a manager and uh Asked the people about how their food, how the service was and shit, and how their food was. And all of a sudden, he had to jump through the table. Like, just, just literally, like, leap up and, like, 
break, try to jump on the table to break one of the tables because one of them was a breakaway table and the rest of them were real tables. So you had to find the breakaway table. Like that the one I watched yesterday, so they much. had to put scoops of potato <laughs> on like random people's food, like at a restaurant, but they they didn't work there. Like they didn't, and they were, and then I think it was I think it was um, Joey was like potato potato. Potatoes, potatoes, and he's just like doing this and like putting potatoes on people's plates is so funny. <laughs> Scoops these potatoes, <laughs> potatoes, potato. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a great no, fucking it... show, guys. If you haven't watched some practical jokes, they have a crew. What? Did you got? Did you know that they have an injection? Practical jokes. So I, I think year. it's such, a, it's such a good show. Like the that. the worst though. That for the you know they have to get punished at the end if they don't win the the things. There's one I think it was Sal, yeah. and he's on this. It was like a like a tolly train at a like Walt Disney or something, and there was like an emergency pull that you're only supposed to do if like someone's having a heart attack. So they would make him the, like, pull the lever, and he would do it, and then the guy was just like, "Sir, are you okay?" And he's like, "Uh, can you slow down so I can take pictures?" And it was like, and he had to like keep doing it, and the guy was getting <laughs> mad, and all the people in the tolly were getting angry at him. And then he was, just, they're like, pull it, and he was just like, mm mm. They're like, pull the lever, Sally. He's like, mm mm. Mm And they're like, do it. it. And then he had to do it. It was so, I, I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, that is rough. I don't know if I could do half the shit they do because yeah. at the end. My thing is like, if I know I'm an audience watching, I can pretty much do anything. But if I was like by myself, I was like I couldn't do it. But if I like knew that other people were watching and, and like it was for TV, I could. I would have the confidence to do some of the shit that they have to do. Yeah. Really? Because it's I. I have an entertainer. I can't help it. Okay. Like, I also like to have, oh, like, yeah. I like to, like, sometimes I literally do things that I know is going to end ill in my favor, but I do it so that I can talk about it later with other people or on my podcast. <laughs> uh, I made the last episode I did, Nathaniel was like, this sucks. Because it was like a really good topic, but I hadn't podcasted in a while and I got a new webcam and I was like nervous with the webcam and i kind of got drunk because i was like uh i can't like this topic is kind of whatever it was like we were talking about like byronic heroes and it's like what is that the people in store so back in the day with greek mythology and things like that the hero used to be larger than life this really good person like everything that you want to be but then byron this poet switched it around so that it's like the dark guy so like batman edward cullen um every guy in romantic novels that they're like have this traumatic past and they're kind of withdrawn from other people but then that's what because they have depression they're great do you know what kind of get the vibe i'm coming at here yeah oh okay oh that was one of my questions you have I do a really fascination like twilight. with uh twilight i see Edward Cullen, so I am not Team Edward, but Robert Pattinson is my favorite person of the Twilight franchise, if that makes sense. Like, so the that, reason why I like Twilight so much is out? as a kid, it was like a series that I read growing up that I really liked. So in like my fourth grade, I read all the Twilight series and I really liked it. And I watched all the movies as they came out with my like mom. And so it's not 
like the actual series itself is okay like i'll admit, like i've definitely read better series but it's just like a it makes me happy when i go back into that series because it reminds me of a, a positive thing in my childhood so right. that like that's why i like twilight but it's also fun to shit on twilight because there's so much shit in it that like someone was uh said that twilight is honestly a horror story because Bella starts out, she has a lot of friends in Arizona. Her mom makes her, like, she has to decide to, like, be syphilis. Like, oh, my mom wants to hang out with her baseball boyfriend. So I'm going to, like, go move in with my dad. And then as she meets Edward, like, he kind of turns into a worse person. And then he leaves her, like, a new moon. And she becomes this depressed mess and, like, cuts out all her friends. And so it's kind of like a horror story of how one guy takes a girl and makes her not who like the you know like the resent everything yeah the worst not what she was so like that was my point of my podcast is like the byronic hero it is a really negative message for young women because it says that oh you just need to stick it out no matter how shitty he is because at the end of the day like you need to be his his support so that he can be the best help him grow and it's just like an exactly like and so (laughs) it's just not a good thing for young girls to be consuming that kind of material because they're going to be like, oh, no matter how he treats me, I just have to stick it out. No, yeah. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I've seen plenty of, of marriages that should have uh, failed. Yeah, exactly. But they stuck it out, and now they're, they they don't, they hate themselves. I'm just like, why would you do that to yourself? If, if you don't like the other person, or the other person treats you like shit, and you don't feel... Like, you're respected? Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I I don't like... Like, I, I agree with that completely. Like, if you're not happy, like, I don't care if you're married. Like, leave. Like, just move on. And, and people are... There's, like, this push in society that everyone has to have a significant other. Like, you're not going to be happy unless you're codependent on someone else. Which is not true. You can love yourself and be happy. Right. Like, you, you need friends. Yourself. You need yeah. family. Like, you need a support system. And that doesn't necessarily have to come from a spouse. And I think that there's just, like, people are like, oh, if I just had a girlfriend, I'd be happy. If I just had a boyfriend, I'd be happy. No, like, you'd still be unhappy just with another person involved. No, you gotta love yourself before you You gotta love yourself before you can love anyone else. Exactly, yeah. Um, Which doesn't mean that you aren't deserving of love. Which some people are like, oh, when you say that. Like, uh, that's not what we mean, obviously. So right. before someone tries to come after us for saying that, it's not that you don't deserve <laughs> love because you don't love yourself. It's that you need to love yourself and appreciate no. yourself or else someone is going to come in and treat you like shit. And you're going to be like, well, I deserve this. And you're going to be worse off. Yeah. Yeah. After it ends, because it's going to end probably most likely. Yeah. I don't know. I just also like Hunter is a really nice guy. And that's who I married was just a really nice guy. And there's nothing wrong with that. But also the dudes that are like, I'm a nice guy, TM. It's. Like, no, they're not. Like, just because you're nice to did someone you, doesn't mean they owe you pussy. You know, like, that's... Did you just... Did you just TM trademark that? Yeah, that's the that nice guy is? TM. You, you know, like, the... <laughs> you you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't think I have to elaborate further on that detail. Because you you know the type that I'm mentioning. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I I'm inferring you. here. There's no reason they're, to... They say, they're, they say they're the nice guy, but then they're... they're... Yeah, they're douches. <laughs> it's like the the Rick and Morty meme where it's Morty holding up the punch card, and he was like, "I was nice to you nine times, so that means that you have to have sex with me on the tenth punch card." <laughs> That's a great. It's joke. so good. <laughs> oh, Rick and Morty's a great. Yeah, 
Have you watched season four yet? I think so. Yeah. Is that the latest one? Is it all there? Yeah. I think if it was on Netflix, yeah, I watched it. I'm a big fan of Rick and Morty. I'm not a big fan of the guys that are like, I'm Rick from Rick and Morty. He's, no, dude, you're Jerry. That's who you are is Jerry. <laughs> you're fucking Jerry. <laughs> I say this, but like, I definitely am Jerry and so is Hunter. <laughs> but we're not like, we're Rick. We don't say that. No. Yeah. You, Rick's a special person. You got to be. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's another person. thing with um, Hollywood is that they make all these smart guys assholes like Rick Sanchez asshole. So all these dudes that are assholes think because they're assholes, they're intelligent. But really, there's no question in that. And you're not. Oh, you know, I know exactly what you're yes, about that. Yeah. Yes, it is the thing. Like people think just because they're assholes that they're they're smarter than you and they try to belittle you. Yeah, no, dude. Like, but meanwhile, you're like, dude, like, shut the fuck up. You're dumb as shit. Like, you can be intelligent and also nice. It's a it's allowed. Like that's an okay thing. But do you think? Do you think most girls are looking for nice guys? I did. I married it. The first the guy that was like I was like this guy is actually nice. Actually cares about me. I was like, yeah, but I also, I'm not going to be like, I'm not like other girls. I don't want to say that because I think it's very cringy when people say that. Um, I think that the issue. Oh, that's the yeah, worst. I know. It's like, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. Like, yeah, yes, like, shut the fuck up, dude. You're, <laughs> you, you are, are the them, <laughs> okay? That's you. Uh, it, yeah. It's just, I, I think that, again, like, it's, there's just this push in society that they make you focus on the wrong things. And that you you shouldn't care. Like, with your partner, they're like, oh, you need XYZ. But really, XYZ isn't as important as other things. And so... It's not as important as ABC. Yeah. And, like, I, and I, I think that, like, so also, though, the people that are like, oh, all these, like, I'm such a nice guy and all these girls take advantage of me. Or all these guys are fuckboys. It's... You're allowed to go outside of that group of people and find other people. I feel a lot of people get stuck and date the same, yeah, the same type of people over and over, and it doesn't work out for them. But they're not. And then they blame the guys. Well, I mean, or they blame the other. Yeah, like like some guys are shitty, some women are shitty, and some people all around are just fucked up. That's what it is. You don't have to date those people. So just instead of blaming like all men suck, or all women suck, acknowledge that maybe this, maybe, maybe I could be the problem. I'm not trying to victim blame or anything like that, but you know, do some self-reflecting like, am I actually a good partner, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And then look at these qualities of these other people and then move into a different group and make other friends and then end up dating those people. You don't have to stick with the same type of people to date. There's, there's like how many billions of people on Earth, and you're dating the same seven dudes. Seven or yeah. eight now. <laughs> you're dating the same seven dudes. You don't have to date the same type of people. It's, and then you go back to that yeah. same dude that treats yeah. you like shit. Yeah. But also, like, I understand. I, I guess I don't understand where they're coming from, but I kind of do. Like, it's hard to change a group. Of yeah, friends. it's like it's kind of they're That's... like comfortable in what they know. They're complacent. Right. So they're they're scared to get out of their comfort zone. But you gotta you gotta get out there, and also like the people that are not your type. I put that in quotes, but you couldn't see that because there's no film. 
the people that are like not yeah, you that. like that are not your type like maybe they are you don't know like give them a chance but like also don't get into shit that you're uncomfortable with like if someone makes you uncomfortable obviously don't date that person um but have you ever had that feeling of of, of uncomfortable with like a, a yes guy? are you kidding me yes i've been in some situations i was like telling hunter about this story last night and he was like holy shit so i dated this guy and he was in the marine corps and the I was like healing from some trauma and like we'd have sex and it would be like kind of like we'd joke around and then like we'd be like having sex or whatever and then I would like stop and like make jokes and like tell a story and then we'd like have sex again or whatever. And I remember this time that I'm in Chili's with all the people that he works with. Okay. And right. I didn't You order in your your triple sampler. Yeah, you, you know, my, my quesadillas, my bacon ranch quesadillas with chicken. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I get the same thing every time. And like there's people like that are sitting at different tables, that know my parents, that know me, whatever. And then this like group of guys I've never met before, nothing. They start like I guess he had like talked about having sex with me in like explicit detail. And these dudes just like start asking me and like joking about it with me. And I can't tell you how uncomfortable I was. Like oh we God, heard that last night he was fucking you and you said this. And I was like who says that to some people? Right? Like, people I'd never met before. I didn't know these guys. I was like, I... So, yes, I've been uncomfortable before. <laughs> I've been definitely... But what, did you, what did you do during that situation? I made jokes and belittled everyone else. Like, they said nice. something about, like, oh, Perfect. is his dick really big? And I was like, well, you should probably ask him about my dick. You know, I did shit like that. <laughs> did, did he tell you I fucked him last night? <laughs> yeah, like, did, did he tell shit you about like how I fucked him last night in his anus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah it was it, it was bad dude it was just I, something i would like when i go to hell that's probably what's gonna be repeating to me <laughs> time. Oh. you know like that that's you're my hell, hell. <laughs> you already know you're going to hell I, I i think that if you do good things to be to get into heaven then you're not actually a good person so i would rather just do good things and then feel like i'm going to hell so then it is not because of Securing my own afterlife and salvation. That's just how I feel about religion. Oh, so, I, that's like, um, like how uh, I hate this show, uh, kind of, a little bit. It was all right. But I watched a Friends episode the other day, and they were Joey was talking about how uh, there's no selfless deed, or there's no good, good deed done that goes uh, unselfless, meaning like people always want to get something else in return that they do a good deed so what you just said about the heaven situation like yeah like i think people do expect something from doing a good a good deed you know they just try to be like a better christian or whatever religion you are you know so something i'm very passionate about is homeless people i it's it's just something that I think that we should take more serious as a society, especially as Christians, that you preach about all these things and then you're like, oh, that's socialism. No, it's not. There's people that like that have jobs that just can't afford housing. And there's this lady I yeah. follow on Twitter who she does haircuts for homeless people and like feeds them and stuff. And I'm like, that is something that I'm very passionate about. And awesome. yeah, so I, I would like to do something where I obtain a an amount of money and then I can use all of that money 
to like help homeless people and get them back on their feet and make them not you know like living on the streets anymore like it's something i'm very passionate about and then like i told my friend about this and i was like yeah ultimately like i would do all these good things and then i would just kill myself at the end of my life so then like no one could be like oh she did that for herself because in the christian religion people that kill themselves don't go to heaven i i disagree with that but it's kind of like it would be my yeah like they believe that if you kill yourself like you you go to hell like that's something that like Mm. baptist christian whatever believes so i think that would be my ultimate like fuck you to christians is like do all these good things <laughs> for like like i literally i just I, I just feel empathy for these other people and i think that they deserve help and they need it and there's no reason why they shouldn't be helped when people have more than they do and so at the end i would just yeah. end my life so that i could be like fuck you i didn't do this to get into heaven yeah i understand that but i've been burned before by a couple homeless people that's funny in Houston, like, yeah, I would give people, like, a, a, a 20 or whatever. I had cash on me or whatever. And then I would just see them walk right into the liquor store and just buy all their... Hey, we all have our vices, you know? Like, you gave him that 20. He can do whatever he wants with that 20. That's true. You're right. I guess we're we're both sitting here drinking, and you're like, oh, this guy can't drink. Like, dude, we're, we're both sitting here drinking alcohol. <laughs> like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. All right. You're good, dude. Go... <laughs> It's for the greater good, but yeah, there's a uh, there was, when I lived in Houston, man, it was crazy. There was um tents all under like the bridges and overpasses and mm-hmm. stuff, and there was tons of them, and I would I feel bad for them, and so like if anyone ever like asked me, hey man, you got like uh, you got some money for food or something, like yeah, I'm, I always give it to them. I don't know why, good. but even if I don't have any. Awesome. I usually do. And down the road, uh, I might regret it. Like, damn it. I needed I needed that. Okay, I gotta stop you right like... there. I, I personally feel like that you'll never be... Like, there, nothing is wrong with being a good person. You know, like, I under hurt or people can shit on you, whatever. But you always win, ultimately, for being a good person. You can continue now. You think yes, so? Yes, yes, absolutely. How? Like, like okay... Continue. Sometimes, sometimes I don't think being a good person is good, though. Meaning, you could do good stuff and, like, bad shit will still happen to you. So, obviously, if you're, like, Kaneki-kun in Tokyo Ghoul in Season 2, where they he had to decide who to kill between the two, the boyfriend and girlfriend ghouls, that he was, like... What is Tokyo Ghoul? Yeah, is that an anime? anime? I, I'm a weeb, okay. sorry. Um, that he was, no, like, they, the guy that was torturing him was, like, you need to decide, do I kill the boy or the girl? And he couldn't decide, so the guy killed both. Like, obviously, in that situation, he's, like, I can't make a decision. Like, yeah, I would be, like, okay, maybe, like, stop, ma- like, not making a decision. But being a good person and not making a decision are two separate concepts. But he thought he was being a good person by not deciding. So, I personally feel like, I think what it is, though, for me, is you have to ask yourself what actually matters. Because money, all it is, is a piece of paper, you know? You can make it right back. Yeah, Yeah. I understand. Like, I say that and people are like, oh, it's actually, like, people need money. I get that. So when you're nice to someone else, like, you're saying, like, oh, I gave these people money. And what if I need that later on? Then you pay it forward. Like, someone else is going to help you out. You know, you have friends. It's okay. That's true. And hopefully you never get in that situation. Like, and if you do, like, again, you have friends. Like, it's, it's cool. And, like... 
I don't know, like, okay, you don't eat for a week. It's okay, a week would be a long time, but a few days because whatever, you're saving money. But you helping those guys, like, they probably, like, remember that for a long time and you really, like, change those people. And also, there's, like, a a quote from some book I read a long time ago and it was talking about how always be nice first because the second you're mean to someone, you can't take that back. Like, you can always be not nice later, but you can never be not unmean later on. Right. I think you, uh, if you're mean to a person, I think you remember that more yeah. than when you're nice yeah. to a person, you know? Like, there's no really losing in being nice to other people. And I get that people like, oh, they'll take advantage of you. Then just don't have that person in your life anymore. Just kind of ghost them. Have you ever been ghosted? Yeah. I've also ghosted people, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes it's a necessary, Yeah, it's fine. Though. I don't think there's anything wrong with ghosting, especially if it's just you're hooking up with them and then it just didn't work out. So you like ghost them like that's OK. No, if you're if, right. Continue. Like, no, you I was gonna say, like if you're married to someone and they just like dip out and you never hear from them again, like that would be <laughs> like, a OK, you should probably not ghost them. Yeah, <laughs> you're kind of legally contracted. Yeah. But if it's like <laughs> in a sense. I don't know. I've read stories of like people that have found out their other, like their significant other was cheating on them, so they just left. Like, didn't approach them, didn't confront them, nothing, just left. Yeah, really? I read a story about this. Crazy. See, the crazy, the crazy thing to me is like I've heard of people like having double, double lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they have the wife and then they have another side girl with like another kid and stuff, and the the wife never finds out about that. But I think that was more before the technological age because I think nowadays I think that would be really hard to fucking pull off so yeah that always intrigues me like how the fuck did they get away with that (laughs) for so long no I'm with you dude because um people are crazy and yeah uh, there's like the so my dad actually knew this guy in the Navy who grew up with him in like his hometown Louisiana in Monroe and the guy was in the Navy. I know exactly where nice. I was And so the guy was in the Navy, and he had this, like, girlfriend that he dated the whole time he was in the Navy. Well, then he, like, just left her. Like, he, like, got out of the Navy and then, like, just left the girlfriend and just, like, went back home to the paper mill and, like, started his date. Like, like married his high school sweetheart. So it's like, how do you... My parents were like, how do you, like, do that? Like, how do you go from, like... Like, a, like years. Like, it's probably, like, they probably dated for, like... T- while he was in the Navy. And then, like, oh, the whole shit. time he was, like, still talking to his high school sweetheart. And then he just, like, married her the second he got out of the Navy. And just, like, didn't even tell the the girl that he'd been dating for a decade that he, like, broke up with her. Like, that's crazy. I bet that fucked her up for life. Yeah. It had to have. That's insane. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you could, like, I don't, I wouldn't have the heart to do that. To just leave no, a person that for but, like, some people don't care, yeah. you know? Like, they, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, they have no, uh... Yeah, and, like, I guess, like, morality yeah. is a word that could be used there as well. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I, would that be considered narcissistic? Yeah, I would say that, because they're only or... focused on themselves at that point. Like, the only thing that matters to them is themselves. 